This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. What's so funny? Why, Friday Follies, of course. Right here on the Mutual Audio Network. (laughs) The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. This episode was originally released on June 21st, 2018. Barkeep, give me a shot of whiskey. What? What? Lefty! Lefty, what you doing here? Lefty, what are you doing? No! And that's how it happened, Sheriff. The shooter just turned around and left. Well, it could be murder, but I ain't sure. I ain't no expert. That's why I called in the crime scene investigators. Sheriff, well, you scared We'll take over from here. I didn't know you were already here. I like to just materialize when I'm needed. Well, take a look around, see what you think. Is this the victim? The dead guy? Yeah, that's him. Well, I can't be sure, but just from a preliminary examination, it looks like he was shot. Why is he pausing like that, Sheriff? He's about to say something pithy and clever. Really? Yeah, he does this every time. He'll sit there for a second, then he'll look up, and he'll say something, then he'll whip off his spectacles and deliver the punchline. Oh, okay, this would be pretty cool. Let's watch. Well, the way I understand it, this man ordered a shot. Oops. Oh, dang it. Where'd they go? They fell under the chair there. Where, over here? I think they slid that way. Well, this is embarrassing. Where'd I think I see them? There they are. Hand them over here, will you? Pass them over, Sheriff. I got them. Here you go. Thanks. Uh, now where was I? The victim ordered a shot. Right, right, right. Okay. He ordered a shot and then got shot. Oh! They might be fools again. CSI, Tombstone. Okay, Mr. CSI guy, why are you such an expert? Because I deal in forensics. Forensics? What's that? Sheriff sure, Enzics can't do it, so I do it. Oh, for Enzics. He's got me there. I'm dumber than a paper sack full of ten-pound hammers. You can't carry ten-pound hammers in a paper sack. And I think that proves my point. So, Sheriff, you hired this guy? No, 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 no. The vice marshal of Tombstone hired him. You mean... Yes, Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp? He makes me burp. Uh, uh. I need to start questioning witnesses. You, you there, did you see what happened? Uh, I sure did, uh, Mr. CSI guy. All right, tell me what you saw. Uh, well, we was just uh, playing poker, and I was dealing, and I dealt Slim there and eight, and I dealt Smelly there and Jack. Now, just wait a minute. What kind of names are these for these people? Uh, it's just what we call them. I don't understand. Excuse me, sir. What is it, kid? It is common practice 
in these parts to assign alternate names to individuals based on actual or perceived abnormalities in their appearance, demeanor, or intelligence level. I see. Hence the name Slim and Smelly. Yes, sir. That is the way it works. I like you, kid. You got some funny ideas, but... I like your spirit. You can be my assistant. Oh, that would please me very much, sir. And what do folks around here call you? My name is Jebediah Jobs. That's not what we call him. And what do they call you? Smarty. Say the rest of it. Pants. Glad to have you aboard, Smarty Pants. Okay, dealer, tell me what happened at the table after you dealt. Well, this person strode in and, and shot Cheatin' Charlie right in the chest two times. I see. Is there anything else you could tell me? No, God, Janet, there's nothing else I could possibly tell you, except that Lefty just turned around and, and departed. Okay, well, that doesn't give us much to go on. Actually, sir... Yeah? It's entirely possible that the killer's name, Lefty, may be a clue. Really? In that it describes a certain physical attribute. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Huh? The killer may be left-handed, sir. Oh. Oh, oh I see. Okay, uh, make a note of that, smarty pants. Yes, sir. Can anybody in here describe the killer? Eagle Eye, Will. Yeah, Eagle Eye. That's right. Tell him, Eagle Eye. All right, all right. Hold your horses. And I mean that. There's horses are clomping around all over the place. Look what they've done to the floor. Well, I guess you can give me a really accurate description then. How do you figure that? Well, your name is Eagle Eye, so I figure you can see really good. Oh, they call me Eagle Eye because an eagle ate my eye. Uh-huh. It was my good eye, too. Uh-huh. Here, take a peek. See? Look in there. Uh, you're showing your eye to the hat rack. I'm over here. Well, quit moving around. Can you describe the perpetrator? The thing I cook coffee in? The killer. Oh. Let's see, uh, brown shirt, brown hat, brown boots. It must have been old Brownie. Ah, Brownie left town two years ago. Well, did you see his pants? No, I didn't see his pants. That's too bad. He wasn't wearing no pants. Well, that leaves us in the dark. Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. It may be pertinent that the individual was not wearing pants. Perhaps you should inquire further. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ask if the killer was wearing something other than pants. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Was the killer wearing something other than pants? Now that you mention it, he was. Yep, yep. What was it? He was wearing a skirt. A skirt. A nice, long, brown skirt. Well, that'll narrow it down. Everybody spread out and find a guy wearing a brown skirt. <clears throat> Excuse me, sir. Yes, Marty Pants. Since the perpetrator was wearing a skirt, perhaps the perpetrator was not a man. Are you casting aspersions? I'm suggesting, sir, the possibility that the killer could be a woman. <laughs> a woman? <laughs> you think a woman got out of the kitchen long enough to kill somebody? <laughs> Sir, if you keep an open mind and put aside your perceived... We're gonna follow procedure here, smarty pants, and that's the way we're gonna catch this killer. So, Eagle Eye, did you see anything else? No, he shot cheating Charlie twice, walked out... Oh, and smacked his head on the top of the door. Well, that's useless information. How tall is the top of that door? I'll ask the questions here. Go ahead. How, How tall, tall is, is the top, the top of, of the door? That's about six feet up there. Ah, so obviously we're looking for a, uh... Tall. Tall. Man. Or woman. Individual. Whatever. 
and a brown skirt. I perceive that there is a smidgen of blood where the head contacted the wood. Where? I don't see it. At the top of the door. What door? In the middle of that wall. What wall? Here in the saloon. We're in a saloon? This could be the break we're looking for. I'm gonna get a sample of that blood. Here we go. And I'm gonna take it to the lab. Now we're getting somewhere. Come along, smarty pants. Yes, sir. Hey, Doc. Are you in here, Doc? <laughs> Sneezy? Hey, what do you want? Grumpy? I don't feel like talking to anybody right now. Ah, uh, don't be bashful, Doc. Did you get a chance to look at that body we sit over? Uh, yeah, I certainly did, and I came to a conclusion. And uh, what's that, Doc? He's dead. Can you be more specific? He's dead as a doornail. I need cause of death, Doc. He had a bunch of holes in him. Uh-huh. Well, that's not enough for you. How did the holes get there, Doc? Oh, 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 yeah. Okay, according to my observations, this man was stabbed. Stabbed? Well, all the witnesses say that he was shot. Well, you gotta believe me. You're a bunch of drunks in a bar. But you're a drunk. Good point. Okay, let's take a look at him. You see these little holes here? These little round holes? Yeah, stab wounds. These are little round holes. Yes, he was stabbed with something round. They look like bullet holes. Stabbed him with a bullet. Well, let's just say for the sake of argument that he was shot. Could the bullet still be inside him? Well, how would I know that? By seeing if you could get the bullets out of him. Ooh, that's not a bad idea. Let's give that a try. Here, give me a hand. We'll pick him up, turn him over, and shake him real hard. See if a bullet falls out. Why don't you cut it out? Why don't you knock it off? I'm talking about opening up the body and looking for bullets. Ooh, wouldn't that hurt? He's dead, Doc. I meant me. My hands are pretty shaky to handle a scalpel right now. Good point. Okay, let's pick him up and shake him. Okay, okay. Come on, give us a hand, smarty pants. Oh, my goodness. Do you have gloves? Well, it's 80 degrees in here. What do you need gloves for? I got his feet. I got his arms. I got the bottle he had in his back pocket. Okay, let's shake. Well, looky there. Some bullets fell out. And what does that tell you? After somebody stabbed him, they pushed some bullets into him. I'll accept that. What? Wait, no, sir. And now, Doc, I need you to test this red stuff I found on the scene. And we need to take it to the lab. Yes, the lab. Here, Osco. Here, boy. Come on. Come on. Come on, boy. Come on. Give us a sniff. Wait a minute. I thought you were taking it to the lab. This is a lab. Labrador retrievers have an excellent sense of smell. That's why he never goes near the doctor unless he calls him. And even then, very reluctantly. What's that, boy? What's that? Okay, okay, thank you. Well, what did he tell you? Either this is blood... Or Timmy fell down the well again. Or both. Well, I'm going to take this evidence to the deputy marshal and we'll have an inquest. Oh, the deputy marshal? Wow, you mean Wyatt Earp? Wyatt Earp, he makes me burp. This inquest is now in session. I really got to stop using my gun as a gavel. We're ready to proceed, Deputy Marshal. All right, what evidence do you have on this case? Well, with the bullets and the blood stain and the witnesses, we figured that Lefty shot her cheating husband, cheating Charlie, with malice aforethought. Is malice aforethought back in town? That's our theory. And we need to arrest Lefty immediately. Right. Along with malice aforethought. Uh-huh. If we can find him. 
Here comes my deputy. He was sent out to arrest her. What about it, deputy? I couldn't find her, sir. It looks like she's taken off. Her horse and a lot of her belongings are gone. She's on the lamb! No, I'm pretty sure she's on the horse. How are we gonna find her? Well, my assistant usually has some interesting ideas. What about it, smarty pants? Smarty pants? Deputy Marshal, Deputy Marshal, I saw Lefty and Smarty Pants heading out of town together. She's flown the coop. No, I'm pretty sure she's riding the horse. Well, it looks like there was a romance there we didn't see. They must have been a pretty smart couple to get away with this. What are their names? Jebediah Jobs and Lizzie Steinem. <laughs> Jobs and Steinem. We'll never hear those names ever again. This case is dismissed. So says Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp, he makes me burp. I guess he ran out of gas. Well, that's it, Mr. Executive Network TV Executive. What do you think of my idea for a new TV show, huh? 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 What do you think, huh? Huh? What? I hate to tell you this, son, but this is the worst idea for a TV series I've ever heard in my entire life. This is so bad that no network would ever touch it, ever, ever, ever. And you should be ashamed for even bringing up this idea in front of someone as important as me. Oh, my goodness. Tell you what I'm going to do, son, to save you from further embarrassment in this industry. If you sign this affidavit, testifying that you never conceived, wrote, thought of, or even briefly imagined anything having to do with the concept that you gave me today, then I won't tell anybody you ever came up with it. Oh my goodness, okay, sir, let me, let me sign this. Okay, thank you very much, and I guess I'll go back to being an imminent scientist. Goodbye! Charlie, get the production team together. I just came up with a great idea for a boffo new series! You have been listening to Bells in the Battery, episode 191, copyright 2018 by John Bell Creative, LLC, partner. You can listen to classical and brand new audio dramas through the Mutual Audio Network. Subscribe through Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or iHeartRadio today. There's eight different podcasts, one for each day of the week and genre, and the Mutual Audio Network broadcast feed so you don't miss a day of your favorite shows. Subscribe to Mutual Audio tonight. Good night.